This podcast is for learners of English and also for teachers of English to use with their classes. I'm Karen, a teacher and writer from England, and in each episode of this podcast, I will help you to improve an aspect of your English vocabulary, grammar, and comprehension, and discuss British writers, culture, and pronunciation. Come on, let's get started. Hello everyone. It's been a while. I hope you've missed me. And I'm back today with an episode with different ways of saying said. He said, she said, I said. This is very repetitive. So let's look at some other ways of saying the same thing. We're going to look at formal ways neutral ways and informal ways. So wait till the end for the really informal, more spoken ways of saying said. As you know, I always uh, take examples from my books and today I'm going to be using ghost stories for my examples. This is an adaptation of some really scary ghost stories by Charles Dickens and I have adapted them for you for learners of English to level B1 which is a good pre-intermediate or an intermediate level. You can find them on uh, Amazon and Kobo and lots of other websites as well so have a look at the links in the description if you want to buy that. There is also an audiobook. Right, so let's begin. When you're talking about what you and other people have said in conversations in the past, you can just say, I said hello, he said hello, and then, you know, then we talked for a while, and then he said, and then I said. Um, but as I said before, this is repetitive. So let's look at some alternatives. This, this doesn't mean that it's wrong to say said. Of course, we use said often. Right, so you can say ask. He asked me, what's your name? Or he asked me what my name is. And I told him, my name is Karen. Now with ask, the pronunciation, I think, is difficult for students sometimes because we have a lot of consonants there. Asked in the past tense. Asked. We've got sk-t. But the truth is, if you want to know a native speaker secret, is we often don't pronounce the K in this case. So I would say asked. Asked. So you can just say the S and the T. The T sound, of course, it's E-D in writing, but T in its sound. So there is a tip for you. So I asked his name and he told me it was Tom. So tell is another one, tell and told. Um, and you can say somebody answered. So for example, from my story, ghost stories, may I speak now? Of course, he answered. Uh, don't forget with answer that it has a W, answer, but we don't pronounce that, of course. We say answer, as if there is no W there. 
Um, if you want somebody to say something um, again, please repeat that. Um, you can use this verb, but also you can say he repeated his name. Um, he told me his name twice because I didn't hear him the first time. Now, if we're talking about volume, how about speaking in different volumes? If you speak like this, I've never seen his face. Then what is that called, what I'm doing? That is whispering. I whispered. And if you want to speak really loudly, I might not hurt your, your eardrums by doing this, but if I speak really loudly, hey, you, over there, then I'm shouting. So we can say he shouted or she shouted. Um, that's quite a basic verb, but a slightly higher level verb for shout, but it means the same thing, is cry. This might be confusing because we're used to crying, meaning when you're upset, you have tears from your eyes and you cry. <laughs> but it can also mean shout. Um, you down there, he cried. It doesn't mean he was upset. It means he was shouting. We can also say if there is a gap when someone speaks that they pause or they hesitate. And so he paused for a moment and then he spoke, for example. If someone is talking and then you start talking before they finished, what's that called? So for example, from ghost stories, I said hello or something like that, not something like that, he interrupted, that's the verb, interrupted. Those were the exact words you used, I know them well. So one character there interrupts another, that's when you start talking before someone has finished. How about if you're not actually speaking, you're just thinking? So, for example, a character might say, I'll take him to see the doctor, I thought, um, in a book, and you hear the person's thoughts. Another way of saying that, which is a higher level, we all know the word think already, is wonder. And it's usually used with a question. So, for example, I wondered, should I take him to see a doctor? This means that you are asking yourself the question in your mind, wonder. What does it mean if I say, we greeted each other? We greeted each other. This means we said hello, or hi, or how are you doing? But we met and we said something like hello, greet. Um, how about, if you want to say, he said sorry, he said sorry, you can say that, but a higher level way of saying he said sorry is he apologised, he apologised, he said sorry. If I say, it's really hot in here, can we turn on the air conditioning, the air con, it's really hot and my friend agrees, this means that she said, yes, let's do that, that's a good idea. 
So you don't have to say, she said yes, you can say, she agreed with me, she agreed. Of course, the opposite is disagree. She disagreed. No, I don't think it's too hot. I, I don't, I, I hate air conditioning. I don't want to turn it on. We've talked about um, when people are speaking or thinking, but how about gestures? That means things you do with your body to, sh to indicate something, to show something. So for example, if you want to say yes, but you don't speak, you show it with your body, what's the verb for that? It's nod. Um, when you move your head up and down, you nod. The opposite, if you mean no, what do you do? You move your head from side to side, and this we call shaking your head. It's quite a long phrase compared to nod, um, but you, you, that's what we use, shake your head. Now, how about if you don't know? What gesture do you do with your body if you don't know? Well, you usually lift your shoulders, don't you? You lift your shoulders and that's called shrugging. He or she shrugged. It means they showed me that they don't know. Right, shall we move on to the informal ways of saying said? And these we use all the time um, in an informal setting. So if you're talking to friends and things like that, not in an exam, of course, and not so much in writing, maybe in very informal writing, then it's fine. Right, I'll, I'll give you an example, little anecdote, a little story, and I'm going to use the informal ways of saying said. So see if you can spot them, if you can find them in what I say. A man was parked across my driveway, so I couldn't get my car out. I went to him, please, can you move your car? And he was like, no. And I was like, excuse me, why not? And he went, because it's broken down. Right, <laughs> so we had two different ways in that story of saying said in an informal way. The first one was went. You may have noticed I used that twice. And the other way was to be like, which is very strange, isn't it? It's a strange way of saying, say, to be like, um, but we do use it a lot. So um, if you're talking about something that somebody said in the past, you could say he was like, she was like, notice I'm using was with the schwa, the short form, not was, but was, he was like, she was like, or they were like. And that means they said, or he or she said. So I'll read the little anecdote again, and you can try to hear those um, ways of saying said informally again. A man was parked across my driveway, so I couldn't get my car out. I went to him, please, can you move your car? And he was like, no. And I was like, excuse me, why not? And he went, because it's broken down. Okay, so hopefully you have learned some alternative and higher level and lower level actually, or more informal ways of saying um, said. And now you can make your, your speech and your writing more varied. 
um, and impress your examiner or your teacher or your friends. Um, and don't forget to join me next time and do uh, follow me so that you don't miss the next episode and have a look at my books if you want to improve your English by just reading stories in a very relaxed way, um, learning without effort, then check out my stories for learners of English. I have stories at different levels. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Read Stories Learn English podcast. I hope to see you again next time. 